Hello, welcome to the Monday, November 7th edition of the OK Preps Extra podcast. I'm Patrick Prince, joined as always by Barry Lewis, Dean Rule, uh, and it's playoff week, guys. So let's uh, let's talk a little playoffs and let's do some picks. Let's just uh, get right into it and uh, start with 6A1. Uh, Barry, your pick, 6A1, who you got? Well, I reserve my right to change my pick before when our pick between now and when our weekly high school picks box appears in Friday's paper where we will list all our, where everyone in the panel lists all their champions. So with that being said, for right now, my instinct is still Bixby, even though I've got union rank number one. Uh, they just, I mean, despite the loss barrier, they just still the best team. And I, st I, right. I, I still feel very highly about Bixby. Um, Although uh, their loss uh, definitely opens things up. <laughs> I mean, now I think there's like five, four teams that possibly could beat them if every, or four or five teams could uh, possibly beat them if everything broke right. But uh, right now I'm still going to give Bixby the edge. Okay. And just to clarify, at, at the top of this, I said, you know, we're going to do picks. We're talking state title, state title winners. That, that's that's what we're talking about. So just to yes. just to be clear on that. Okay, so Barry six a one. You got Big Speed Dean six a one. Who do you like? Yeah, you know I'm going to try my best throughout this as we go through each class to not pick the one Barry picks. Um, so I'm going to go just play a little devil's advocate. I'm going to go Union. Uh, last weekend, Jinx showed everybody the blueprint to beat Bixby. At that point, it now comes down to execution. Uh, Union just top to bottom knows how to execute and win and so uh, I, I'm going to give them the edge right here. So for people who didn't see that game, the blueprint is what, Dean? You know, I think it's it's turnover-free football, it's long drives, it's extending plays, it, it's all the, uh, you almost just want to call it just the textbook way to play football and um, it's hard to do. If it was easy to do, everybody would do it, but it's hard to do and uh, for right now, I think uh Jinx did that, showed that Bixby's beatable, snapped the 58-game win streak, and uh, Union's got a good chance to do that, too. All right, let's talk some sleepers. We'll stay with 6A1 for now. Barry, any any team in 6A1 that you might see as a potential sleeper? Well, I think for a lot of people, they would consider anybody but Union or Bixby. Uh, if I you chose any of those other teams, they'd all be considered sleepers. Um, usually you wouldn't consider the two-time defending champion Jenks as that, but it seems like every, many years going into the postseason that people are counting out Jenks, but yet they've been to the championship game four years in a row. Most people don't give them a chance to make it five in a row, and, and they've won the last two state titles. But uh, So I think they showed last week they definitely have that potential. So even though many people would still consider them a sleeper. And then um, – Norman North and Mustang, they're intriguing. Um, I, I mean, one of these years, I mean, one of those could break through. And um, then you've got Owasso, which quietly has been playing a lot better football. They've won five in a row. Never count out a Bill Blankenship coach team. Yeah, absolutely. Dean? Yeah, I'm going to agree uh, with pretty much everything Barry said right there. I really like Norman North and the uh, path they kind of have set up for them to, to reach the semifinals, I think, fairly easily. Um, more than likely, you're probably looking at an Owasso game there in the quarterfinals, uh, Norman North-Owasso. 
I think if Norman North gets there, you probably face in Union. And then if you can sneak one there, you're in the state championship game. Um, so, yeah, I, I really think Norman North has a good path there. And Barry already hit on all the other ones. But Norman North is what I would say. Watch out. Okay. Let's uh, move on down to uh, 6A2. You got Stillwater number one at 10-0. and 0, And then the next three teams, Choctaw, Deer Creek, and Mustang, or I'm sorry, Muskogee, uh, are all 9-1. and one. Barry, your 6A2 favorite. Got to go with Stillwater. They convinced me last week. Did they convince you, Dean? Uh, well, I started this off saying, oh, I'm going to try to not pick the one Barry picked, but uh, that, that rule's already going to be broken here. Yeah, I like Stillwater. I like what they've done this year. Um, I've got to see them play twice each against top teams in a Class 6A2, and, and Stillwater controlled both of those games. They look good. They play good. They're experienced. They're veteran, you know, a lot of upperclassmen who who contribute there. They got to be the favorite as of now. So I won't call this a, a sleeper, but who's the if if you both agree that Stillwater is the favorite, who's the who's the top contender below them? Well, I think uh, well, is Booker T ever gonna? It's now or never for Booker T. <laughs> That's been the theme all year long. Can Booker T ever really fulfill its potential? <laughs> and uh, it's now or never. Um, they've been a. I mean, they're ranked fifth, six and four. They've lost really all their tough games. So um, they still have that potential. You would say them over like a Muskogee, Barry? No, I thought, I mean, we're separating over the uh, from the top oh, gotcha. of the rest of the pack. So, uh, Fair enough. Okay. Okay, Dean, what do you think? 6A2 sleeper. Yeah, it, it's Booker T here. Um, when you look at the field, this is this is a top-heavy class. Booker T has all the. We talk about this. I, I swear this is a comment every uh, every week. But for us, just Booker T has all the assets. Can you get it to start moving? Not that it's not moving in the right direction, but can you really get it to gel and and kind of gain some momentum uh, down the stretch? Like Barry says, now's the time to do that if you're going to do it. Um, I'd say, yeah, that, that, that's really all that that excites. Sand Springs, you know, they, they've got a great run game there. They could maybe cause some trouble up in that um, up in their little quadrant. But uh, I'd really say Booger T's your sleeper. Sand Springs might have a chance to do something. Okay. Okay, moving on to 5A. Uh, Top-ranked Kawita, uh, undefeated. Number two, Grove, also undefeated. Uh, how do you guys see that class breaking down? Barry, you go first. Wow. Uh... Dean and I can have a quite a discussion on who which game we think is the game of the week because 5A has a chance to be really the wildest uh, chance for some big upsets. Uh, I've got as the game of the week, McAllister at Collinsville, a rematch of last year's state title. And uh, Dean's got Sepulpa at Grove. I mean, you've got chances for upsets in both of these games. Um, I think they're both toss-ups. Uh, I Sepulpa's very dangerous team right now. They got Marco Smith back last week. He's dynamic. And um, so those are, I mean, definitely be on an upset watch in those games. But uh, as far as the overall champion, gosh, who knows? It's wide open. Uh, Kawita's got to be the favorite right now, but uh, I guess I'll go with Kawita. But beware of Midwest City Carl Albert. Yeah, this this class is so thick, and we always we talked about it all throughout the regular season, just how deep this goes. And I sat down last night to to I put some pen to paper, flipping through some of these brackets, and five A was by far the hardest to do that with. 
Um, Kawita is is the favorite right now. Um, just just for the sake of arguing with Barry, I will say uh, Carl Albert. To me, they've done it before. They've put out. They've had that recent success you want in a in a playoff contender, and and they're starting to hit their stride. So I I, I kind of like them here. Um, but yeah, this class is deep. There's all kinds of. If this were a March Madness bracket and you were filling this out like a March Madness bracket, it would be busted by come <laughs> 10 p.m. Friday this week. You would, this is just, there's so much talent here. There really is. I mean, when we're talking about, I've got Sepulpa ranked 10th. And when I'm saying that, I think their game against Grove looks like a toss up. <laughs> Grove is number two and 10 and 0. That just shows you how deep. The, this talent is. I don't even have Elgin ranked, and they've had a super year, eight and two. They came within 11 seconds beating Midwest City, which again is one of those sleeper teams to be wary of. I mean, there's 10 or 11 teams that I, I wouldn't be surprised, uh, you know, they could get to the state championship game. Okay, 4A. Let's, uh, we'll just keep going down the list here. 4A. Barry, who's, who's your state title winner? Well, I've been um, high in Cushing for the last two years. <laughs> they they were a disappointment last year in the playoffs, but um, so but I'm going to keep going with them. They just look like the closest thing to a juggernaut that 4A has. And um, for a sleeper, I'll go with Wagner because you can never discount Wagner. I mean, a lot of people this year have said, "Well, what's wrong with Wagner? What's wrong with Wagner?" So it reminds me in recent years when people ask the same thing at this time of the year about Jenks, and then all they do is get to the championship game. So um, Wagner's my sleeper. Cushing's my pick. Dean, um, I'm gonna have to break the rule again. This is this is Cushing's uh, class to lose this year. They've looked great when you've got the offensive talent they have. It, it's hard to say that that. As long as they just play their game, they're not going to win this. Uh, sleeper, Barry has a good pick. Wagner's got, you know, there's there's some intangibles you can look for in terms of uh, a playoff sleeper. Recent success is one of those, and hitting your stride at the right time of the season is another. Uh, Wagner's doing both of those right now. I'm just going to have some fun, and I think, it, it. like I said last week, I don't root for teams. I root for stories. What if McLean strung together some wins here? That'd be great. That'd be so incredible. Um, so I'm going to go McLean as my sleeper. What, who's stop, what's stopping them from winning a game or two here? Yeah. Probably Hilldale. <laughs> <laughs> but no, Dean's going to have Dean's going to be telling every telling us more about uh, looking more at McLean, the football team uh, in this Friday's world. So look out for that because we talked about how the community has really reached out and other teams have reached out to McLean. But uh, we're going to talk about what McLean is actually doing on the field, which is really remarkable this year. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that, Barry. I was I was going to mention that too. Yep. So look forward to look forward to that one. That's Friday's paper, Barry. Yes, and McLean qualified not as a fourth place finisher, but a third place finisher, which is really surprising. I, no one is picking them for third going into the season. Mm -mm. All right, let's drop down to 3A, uh, talk about a class with a lot of local teams. Uh, how are we seeing that class? Barry? Uh, I've got Lincoln ranked number one. I'm going to give them the edge over Metro Christian. But again, both of these teams know what it takes to win state championships and get to the title game. Uh, for a sleeper, 
Heritage Hall is such a great legacy, great tradition, uh, but no one's talking much about them. Can't overlook Heritage Hall. And then uh, Berry Hill is a team that's intriguing to me. Um, that's going to be quite a game at Vertigris this week. That's one of those, like, Vertigris is playing a tougher-than-normal fourth-place district finisher. So uh, look at Berry Hill could surprise some people. And then, of course, there's Casha Hall, which uh, uh, is – they're. They're going, they're going to be in the playoffs for the 36th year in a row, so you wouldn't think they'd be a sleeper. No one's really talking about them much. I don't know. I've got a bit of a hunch about Cash Hall, but again, they've got a really tough first-round game against Muldrow. So you, we talked about how loaded 5A is. 3A isn't as loaded quite as 5A, but it's pretty, it's pretty loaded. Dean, 3A, what do you got? Yeah, I'm I'm gonna go a little off the wall here. I'm I'm gonna say uh Verdigris is gonna is gonna win state. Um after seeing them play, they they look great. I I think a run game is super important come this time of year, and they've got it. They've got two guys who, who are who are more than capable there. Sleeper wise, give me Holland Hall. Why not? You know, I, I really like what, what they've done and they've hit again. I can say it for just about every class and who I pick is my sleeper, but they're hitting the stride at the right time. They've got the recent playoff success. They've got experienced guys. They know how to get these 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 close playoff games done and get a win. Uh, so yeah, I'll go Holland Hall as my sleeper here. Yeah, Holland Hall's won five in a row. That's um, they basically had to to run the table after starting zero five to get to the playoffs. I was very impressed how they handled um, got the job done last week at Jay, which was I mean they're a very capable team. That was a really tough district. And uh, Holland Hall is just back to playing Holland Hall football. So, uh, again, this is a uh, district where I don't have Holland Hall ranked. I think you've got 10 or 11 teams that uh, any one of them are capable of getting to the state championship game. And remember, at the first of the year, Vertigris was our pick to get to uh, to win it. Everything seemed to be aligning for them. And um, if they get past Berry Hill, which I think is a really tough matchup, um, I think, you know, I wouldn't be surprised either if they got to the championship game. Well, and you've called it, Barry. I, you know, I asked you, you know, when Holland Hall was having their struggles, I said, do they make the playoffs, yes or no, weeks ago? And you said, yes, you were pretty emphatic, and you were you turned out to be 100% correct. They went on a nice run, and here, here they are in the playoffs. All right, you, you've alluded to it a, a little bit, guys, as we've gone through these classes, but – which game in your minds has the, the most potential for an upset? A lot of potential upset. What's, what's the, the, you know, the game that you, you could really see an upset happening here in the first week of the playoffs? Barry, what do you got? I guess it would be defi- uh, talking about um, – it would be how, how do you define upset? Like, I think technically McAllister, because it's a third-place finisher, that would be an upset over Collinsville, a second-place finisher, and Collinsville hosting. But I'm only going to consider – one versus four matchups in this where okay okay and um i that's the pulp and grove i've just got a that is going to be a really tough one for grove i mean that may i mean as good as grove has looked and they really have looked good but sepulpa they i think the win over McAllister was a really pivotal moment for them and then they get marco smith back last week um 
I like them a lot. Now it's it's tough to win at Grove. It's going to be a long trip for Sepulpa, but mm -hmm. uh, I I think that Sepulpa is a very dangerous team. You know what we went we went into the upsets before we did class two A, so we'll we'll come back to that. Um, if only I'd written some notes here to go over. Oh wait, I did. I just didn't look at them. Okay, Dean. Uh, same question. We'll come back to two A. Uh, same question to you. Who, who's on upset watch, Dean? Oh, Barry took mine. That's the one. Oh. And as the as our game of the week, or as my game of the week, because yeah, Barry Barry outlined it perfectly. Why uh, why that game is going to be so important. And it's just kind of crazy that you've got a a Sepulpa. You've got a. We're talking about a Grove team that went undefeated, routed Collinsville, and they might not escape the first round, which is crazy that we're even we're even you know listening to that that debate. But here we are. Um, so flipping that back through here, though, I think I think you do have some some up, upset ability in some of these these uh, four and three A brackets. Um, you know, we touched on McLean already. I, I think they could beat H Hilldale. Um, other than that, I would say Sepulpa Grove's the the game to watch. Um, you know, you, you've got some other ones. Muldrow could maybe beat Casha Hall. You know, Barry, I don't know what you think about that, but oh, that's a. I think that's a toss up. I think Muldrow's very capable of winning, and uh, that again, that is a very deep. Class. All right, let's go back to uh, to the two A that we skipped over. Uh, the top two teams, Washington and Rejoice Christian, uh, they've been one and two all year. Washington one, Rejoice two, both are ten and zero. Uh, Barry, how do you see two A going? Uh, Washington and Rejoice, uh, I think those are definitely the two favorites. Uh, I mean, it's amazing how Rejoice has kept rolling at such a high level, even after losing Mike, uh, after losing Chance Wilson. So, uh, Kale Marley, wow, what a job he's done filling in at quarterback. Um, but then again, this is a, this is a tricky class because, um, I mean, who would have ever thought Beggs would be playing at Rejoice in the first round? I mean, mm -hmm. I thought that could be like a semifinal or final uh, potential preview when the teams met earlier this season and rejoice routed Beggs. I keep on waiting for Beggs to to be better, uh, to show up better than it has. Um, but, uh, and then you've got Victory Christian against Pahuska. I mean, we're talking about upsets. Um, going into 2A, that could be a very difficult, that could be a very much an upset alert situation when you've got Pahuska and, and Todd Drummond uh, against victory. So, um, uh, I but I think very, there's very clearly it's Washington or Rejoice. If I have to pick a team, I'll go with Rejoice. Dean, yeah, I'll, I'll counter Barry there. I'll, I'll say Washington. Uh, th those two teams are neck and neck right now, in my opinion. Uh, in terms of taking a, a state title, uh, sleeper though, you uh, Barry's Barry's onto something with with his Paul Huska pick there. Um, Todd Drummond's a great quarterback. Uh, he can you know he, he's got all the intangibles you want there in terms of trying to make a run. A game that really interests me uh, in this two way bracket: Kiefer and Vanita. I think I think that could be a yeah. You can put it in the toss-up category. I think that's just going to be a good game. 
Very good game. I totally agree. I mean, that's sort of like an under the radar, really good game. And uh, and we and we could see the return of Chance Wilson this Friday. Um, he's he's kind of gone through some some PT and had some uh, updates uh, checkups with his doctors, and he's he's kind of been targeting the first round of the playoffs since he got hurt. So um, he said he'll probably be a game time decision. But I, I think his fall goes well this week in practice. Uh, I think his intentions will be to will be to play on Friday. All right, guys, let's go to some final thoughts. Barry, 30 seconds to you. All right. Well, congratulations to our student picker from last week, Rogers multi-sport athlete, Janae Wise. She was the only one of the eight on the panel to pick Jinx to beat Bixby. She had a really good overall week of picking. She was 11 and four, but she and she got she she got the upset. So congratulations to her. I'm glad you mentioned her, Barry, because I was earlier when we were talking about picks, I was I wanted to give her a shout out. So, uh, yeah, glad you mentioned that. Congratulations uh, to her. Uh, that's kind of a fun thing we do, the, the picks and we get, a, you know, a, a, a different student picker every week. It's always fun. Uh, so really glad we have students participate. Uh, Dean, final thoughts. 30 seconds to you. Uh, so, yeah, I, I just wanted to say uh, this past Friday I was at it. Rogers got to tell a great story there. Um, about their turnaround. And as I was leaving, I just kind of looked back at the stadium and I said, hey, it's another regular season. You know, this is my first season ever covering high school football. Uh, so I just wanted to take this to thank all you guys, everybody, all the coaches, all the players who have been so welcoming. Um, you guys have stuck with some of the growing pains and some of the, the story, everything that I've been able to do. Uh, so I just want to say thank you. And uh, I can't wait for this next month. It's going to be great. All right. Well, you can download us for free on Apple, Google, or Spotify. Uh, we come at you once a week, usually on Monday. So appreciate you checking us out. Uh, we've been talking all season. Dean has got some really great player interviews. Uh, he talked to Todd Drummond last week. So go check those out in the archives if you, if you like. Really good interviews. And uh, guys, uh, we'll, uh, we'll watch some playoff football on Friday night, and we'll catch back up next Monday. Sounds good, Patrick.